0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield.
1: Hello and welcome to the latest installment of the Bottom Line podcast on the Liverpool Echo's Blood Red channel. We've been away for a few weeks, but we're back this week with a special podcast following on from Liverpool's step into the NFT market with their LFC Heroes Club launch. So, NFTs, what are they? Why have they become such a hot topic? What about the criticism around them and what does the future hold for them in the football marketplace joining me dave powell today is liverpool fc senior vice president of digital marketing media and tech drew crisp to answer some of the questions around nfts and why the reds have decided to make the step into this space drew welcome to the bottom live podcast and thank you very much for coming on
0: thank you thank you for having me it's great to be here
1: NFTs I mean, f- for me, um, I feel like they're they're not aimed at me. It's something which is a kind of an alien concept um, to me. I still have struggled to kind of get my head around it. Um, in uh, as much as I've tried in, in in recent months, I've seen board apes and and uh, and cartoon pandas etc. But obviously, this is a uh, a different step into to something that Liverpool haven't tried before. Um, but football has has been heading uh, this way for a period of time. There's, there's a lot of clubs already entered into this market, a lot of leagues. Um, but just as an overview, what is the LFC heroes club, um, for, for layman like me, what, um,
0: what is it all about? So, um, I think it's in simple terms, uh, digital graphical assets in the form of our, you know, amazing men's players and, and the first team, um, some of which are animated and and which are we call our unique one of ones and and some of which are static images of different um with different types different formulations different backgrounds um and they are our um that that's called our heroes collection um it, it, it's I'm trying to think of the quickest or simplest way of answering that question. I mean, it's a it's it's a unique way to buy and own your own digital um, image uh, in a fun way of your most favourite players. Um, and in simple terms, that's it. Uh, it's it's kind of no more complicated than that.
1: It, it's something which the club have been looking at for for quite some time, uh, haven't it? I think that um, about. Twelve months or so, maybe maybe more than that. they have been, um, I don't know they have been canvassing some opinion from supporters through questionnaires. There'd been some uh, engagement with, uh, I think the Spirit of Shankly as well ahead of ahead of time. Um, but just why did the the club opt to move into to this space? Um, like I mentioned at the top, I mean, there's, there's, it, it's it's here, it's um, it, it's here in a big way. I mean, I think most leagues and major clubs you can think of have some kind of um, partnership in this space. But um, what was the the club's motivation behind it?
0: Um, I think predominantly, I'd say two two main reasons. One is there is a different fan base that you know we need to and want to connect with that exist in different platforms and in different channels than maybe the traditional ones. And how do we, as a club, talk to those fans and build those communities? And and clearly, you know, NFTs the 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 nature of them the the way in which people engage with them where they engage with them is very different so actually an opportunity to to build and connect with that sort of community so that's that's one reason and then i mean the second reason is as you say it it's a growing market it's it's clearly a route of engagement it's clearly a route of of passion for for a very very large global audience and we as we progress as a business and as a, and as a digital business, we need to be in these different markets to understand what works and what doesn't work. And if we don't try these things, then we're not challenging ourselves. We're not testing ourselves and we're not trying, you know, we're not working out what works for our fans. And so, you know, actually it's important that we try these things and and see what works.
1: You, you've partnered with Sotheby's on this. Um, and I've got to be honest, the last time I thought of, of Sotheby's or had any, um kind of re- reason for that name to come in my head was watching an episode of Only fools and horses when dell manages to sell his watch for um, about 10 million so um to, to see them in the nft space was, was quite odd because obviously they're there yeah. an auction house of i don't know they're probably about 200 years old um but they are in this space as well i mean how did you decide what partners to work with because i know you've gone with polygon as well which is the the the, the blockchain um for for reasons being, the environmental impact is is claimed to be lower. So I'm just wondering how you decided upon these partners to work with.
0: Um, I, we ran we ran a very comprehensive process to understand all of the different options in the market that that we might have. Um, you know, and all of the different sort of companies out there that that could help us on this particular journey and with this endeavor. Um, and it was a case of right we need to work with somebody that that is really high end um to apologize um somebody that is really high end has got a great target audience that understands how to operate auctions and sales and indeed is is in the nft market as well and and you know out of all of the people that that we met and different companies that we spoke to um sotheby's felt to us like a, a a great fit um as you say they've got a technology that plays to our values from an energy consumption perspective um they absolutely know how to do fine artwork and and actually that's their heritage and we wanted some great digital artwork um and they know how to target an audience and and sell sell an auction so um from all of those perspectives it it was the it it felt like the right choice
1: um the the, the blockchain platform you're using polygon um there was uh, obviously the environmental impact is something which has been mentioned um when, when people have been uh, criticizing nfts because obviously to mint them it uses um a large amount of energy etc and there, there are some platforms which are kind of more ener- energy consuming than, than others um what how, how do you know how did you do you find a partner which kind of helps to, to mitigate those the, those issues? um and, and what you know how how is that kind of quantifiable because i'm I, again I, I'm, I'm fairly uh i'm fairly vanilla when it comes to uh, nfts and, and the environmental impact but it's um I, I from from doing some some digging um that they, they can be quite uh kind of detrimental to the to your environment through the sheer amount of energy that needs to be used um to mint these
0: yeah i, I mean i off the top of my head i don't have all of the statistics but um the longer-standing um, Ethereum-based blockchain has high amounts of energy consumption because of the way in which it, um, because of the way in which you exchange and, and contracts, and the way in which those contracts are mined within its network, and how the algorithms work. And so, um, the Polygon network and the way in which that operates is it has an ability to bundle transactions into you know into larger lumps before it actually then goes onto the ethereum network to go and exchange contracts and and validate things um i'm going to try and explain it all because i'll probably do myself a disservice but fundamentally the process of which that works and it's and it works on a on a proof of um a proof of stake not proof of work i think it's that way around anyway that the, the way in which it operates um means that it actually uses less energy because it doesn't have to do the same degree of mining at the same frequency as you have to do on a on an ethereum based blockchain so that's so fundamentally it has significantly lower energy consumption in in how it operates and clearly that's a that was a big focus for us when we were looking at the right underlying capabilities and and the partners that we want to work with The Blood
1: Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo Um, there's uh, the LFC Foundation are, are, are quite kind of core to, to a lot of a lot of this, aren't they? Um, there is uh, some of the money from the auctions. Will, a percentage of the the revenue raised from the auctions um, will be heading back to the LFC Foundation for, for various work. How? What? Can you explain a little bit more about what that impact might be and, and, and kind of what the the foundation might seek to benefit from that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's. Um we also felt that as we explore this new market and as we try and test it out and as we try and uh, understand what resonates with fans and and what doesn't actually how do we also use this as an opportunity to benefit some of the great things that the lfc foundation does so on the um one of one auction so so the unique uh the unique one of one um images of the players 50 percent of the proceeds for that will all go to to the foundation and then 10 percent of all of the sales of the heroes club um nfts and anything off of of the secondary markets will also always go to the foundation so it was also we also felt that this is a good way and and obviously hoping that this continues to be a big success it's also a nice way of of getting a consistent fund of money into the foundation as the secondary market uh kicks in so that's that was the uh that was the intent behind it
1: have you had any early indications of how um of interest in in, in the auctions because i know when the first one launched was it um was about, was it yesterday yesterday so, so, wasn't yeah, it?
0: yeah. Two, two um, o'clock yesterday afternoon we launched
1: has that been you know have you already you know is kind of the interest um been been as what you would have expected
0: um Yes, I think we've we've had we had a really really big spike when it first launched, which uh, was clearly exciting, and, and we've sold uh, quite a few thousand of of the the heroes collection, and you know we can see the bids across the uh, across the one ones, and again, bids for each of the images are, are well into the thousands of dollars. So um, you know from that perspective, absolutely, you know, headed in the right direction. Um, i think what we're also seeing is that, that there's a global market that's interested in this and you know tapping into that global market and building awareness in order for for, for fans and and people that are interested in nfts to come to the to the sites to buy them is uh, you know that that's that takes a lot of work actually and it's something we have to keep pushing
1: how how important is it for the for the club to be be active in this space because i know we mentioned at the top about um, you know, leagues so NBA were kind of the first to really yes. go for it in a big way, weren't they? Through the Top Shot um, launch, they did, um, and then NBA teams followed, and, and then obviously it's it's gone into football. Um, was it a case of it's one of those things that the the, the club felt they couldn't leave on the table, or um, is it a space which you feel is going to blow up um, to to be even bigger, and it's something that they have to be part of if if they're going to be, you know, commercially. You know, keeping up with with the rest, I suppose that's the the, the tough dynamic, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's, it's and it is a tough dynamic, and it is a tough choice. And and of course, anything new has you know polarized views across different markets, different fan bases, and what you know some fans like, other fans don't. And when you've got a global market of hundreds of millions of fans appealing to everyone, is difficult. I think you know for, from our perspective. Uh, we can see that this is a big market, right? So the market of NFTs across the US and parts of Asia is, you know, is really, really growing. And we don't know what it's going to do in, you know, none of us got a crystal ball, unfortunately. So we don't know what it's going to do in one year, two years, five years from now. But given the propensity of its, you know, size and, and where it's headed, we didn't feel like it's a market that we shouldn't try and explore. So, you know, for us, it was a case of, well, we should try and explore this market. We should try and understand its relevance to football and our fan base. And we should try and understand what what works, what doesn't work. And, and the only way we're going to do that is to be in it. And, you know, you, you've got to be in it to understand it, to... to get a feel for what it's gonna to take to operate it, um, to understand whether or not fans like them, don't like them, to understand what the right price points are, to understand whether or not, you know, we need a different style of NFT. So, so all of those things, you're never gonna understand unless you actually try the market out, and that's what was important to us.
1: The, it's coming, you know, it, there are elements of, um, some people love NFTs um, and, and some people, are quite anti um the the rise of nfts it, it's incurred some criticism i know the launch itself um there, there were some reds fans that, that weren't particularly happy and yeah you know, that, that's 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 part and parcel of of uh, of being a big club going into a new market i suppose and but also the club i suppose got to understand those criticisms i mean i suppose uh, there's been some elements of it being um the nft marketplace as a whole being uh labeled as exploitative or unregulated uh, and that causes concern for some um, because it gets mixed up with crypto and uh, and all sorts when, when the two things are very different. I know um, that there is regulation coming in around crypto, but I don't think there is around NFTs is that I think they're viewed as um, something which isn't an investment. Um, so how does the club kind of balance that um, criticism? How does it view it um, and, and kind of in, in terms of its decision making moving forward, because you're never going to
0: please all people no.
1: with 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 this it, it's just a, it, that's just a, that's just
0: a fact i think i mean you're right we we're never going to please everyone all of the time we we know that and we know that um we know that there are polarized views around nfts and and yes we recognize that um you know that, that the crypto market is a is a sensitive one in some areas but but at the end of the day we also have to look at it from a from a from a business perspective, that says it's a growing market, and it's a growing market that that a lot of sports entities are entering in, and therefore, you know, we wouldn't be doing the business of good service if we didn't explore this market in the best way we possibly can. Now, recognising that some people think, you know, we'll have a view that says we shouldn't be doing it, I, my I guess my view on that is we are we can only be true to our word and we can only be true to our values. And and one of the things we are absolutely stressing as part of our LFC hero NFTs is this isn't, uh, these aren't investments. We're not promoting these as investments. We're not encouraging people to make investments. We're not suggesting that fans should buy them to, to get, you know, access to the club that they wouldn't otherwise, that we're not pretending that they're fan tokens, uh, with, with promises that, that, we can't deliver against none of that it's a uh, if you would like to engage in a in a new and exciting opportunity and if you're interested in nfts and you'd like one of your favorite player then there's one for you if you don't want to enter that that's absolutely fine too don't 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 buy it you know it's not um it's not like there aren't other opportunities to engage with the club so that's that's our kind of position and stance and and as i say it's a it's a means to engage fans in a different way to build different communities to get communities across different digital platforms to understand fans that do like them um but to make sure we're offering benefits and products and services to fans that like other things and not NFTs. so yeah we're just trying to take a balance view on this
1: is it one of those things which is um open to to review um as, as you move through the process, I suppose, because this is an auction. Um, and, and is it one of those things? It's essentially kind of dipping your toe in the water, I suppose, and um, and, and a very kind of, you know, it's a, a sensitive entry into the marketplace and, and one you've done, I know from speaking previously, I've done due diligence around. Um, yeah. But is it something which the, the club's going to review periodically well, and see whether it's something that they want to continue with?
0: Always, always. And and, and, in, and in, in the same way we do for, every one of our other ventures or any other you know new product that we might try and launch or any other new service that we'll try and deploy we'll always monitor it and we'll always make sure we're understanding its performance from every angle so you know there's a is it appealing to the fans there's the well is it having the know the impact that we wanted to have from a commercial standpoint are we still delivering against the values of and and some of the important measures around energy consumption so all of these things will always be reviewed and and we'll we'll look at it we'll assess whether or not we feel it's you know uh successful um based on again varying different measures and and determine whether or not it's something we carry on with I, i like i say Unless you try it, you can't answer any of those questions. So, you know, I, and I'm not I don't necessarily think that, you know, because there's a level of uncertainty around some of these new markets. That isn't a reason not to do them or go into them or test them. But, you know, at the end of the day, if we're going to be a progressive club and if we're going to keep progressing in, into new territories in order to, you know, stay at the top, as it were, um, from a commercial standpoint, we have to do these things. The Blood Red
1: Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Um, was it was an element of having to look around? What um, I suppose some of the, the mistakes have been made by others um, by entering in this space before you entered into it, because some of the. Um, i suppose a lot of the, the criticism the concern from some quarters is raised from we've seen stories of um it's like any new market isn't it you have a flood of new business new startups which which happen um yeah. and they're not um some of some are great um some less so uh and some disappear as, as, as quickly as they've they mm. arrived on the scene uh and i know there's been stories of that throughout european football i think where where the you know clubs have probably entered into the the wrong kind of partnership with the wrong club with the wrong companies at the wrong time. Um, but obviously it's that need post COVID, I suppose, um, to try and plug revenue gaps where other, other industries have fallen away. Yeah. Maybe we've got a gambling c- commission review, which goes on in the background whereby front of shirt sponsors could be removed, etc. So I suppose it's, um, it's one of those markets, which has created a rush for capital, which has flipped the market and, and, and allowed for, um, for clubs to bring in commercial revenues but obviously you, you've kept your powder dry for a while was that to us to see how the the nft market space kind of leveled itself out across across the yeah, board I,
0: de- definitely i don't you know like any new market and any new industry and any new technology there's always this sort of um there's always the innovation period where you know large number of entrants, large number of uh, of new participants that eventually you know levels out in terms of you know the main players, the main technologies, the main platforms, the standardisation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so we don't, you know, we we tend not to rush into, you know. A new market just because there's hype around it without making sure we understand it and try and do our own due diligence of what's the longevity of this market you know what are the things that have worked well and what haven't what hasn't worked well where are the where are the sort of you know potentially players to avoid versus you know um ones that that, that are legitimate like and you get that in in every new market so yeah it was a, it was absolutely a deliberate choice to watch it see what happens understand what other sports entities do understand where you know the commercial risks are and then gains are and and then actually do something like i said before that that's true to our values as liverpool football club uh,
1: just just to finish a I minute mean, uh, the the future nfts i suppose it's a it's an unknown you, you said <laughs> yourself it's a, you know right. yeah, there's no yeah. crystal ball i mean it's um it, it's here now and it's it's developing as it moves on but um web three is something which is um is going to be a a a big part of 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 kind of the sports landscape i think moving forward in terms of um commercial activity there are other avenues which the the, i suppose the club's always got to be prepped for to to kind of move into um i know they've already things like fan tokens have already been thrown thrown out um that that's kind of been made clear from um from Discussions with Spirit, Shankly, they said they simply they they refuse any attempts at, at fan tokens, et cetera. But I suppose as, as Web three develops, and um, there is going to be other avenues and
0: opportunities that the club have got to be got to be abreast of. Yes, and and part of my job, my responsibility in the team here is is to stay abreast of all of those new markets, and you know what what that may or may not present to a football club like ourselves. Um, you're absolutely right. We've made it clear and we'll stick to it that that we're not going to do fan tokens um, and certainly not going to do them in, in the way that they currently, you know, have entered the the sort of footballing fan market um, because because we don't believe we don't believe in them. We don't believe that, um, that the premise of of having to buy into being a fan is, is not is not one that that we support um, Web3 metaverse who knows again I, I, I really wish I did have a crystal ball. Who knows where it's gonna go? I, I don't know. Um what we do know is there are some very very big organizations investing very 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 large sums of money into building out that industry to invest investigating what a metaverse might do, what could it offer, what will it look like for consumers and, and in that in our context fans. We're we're not gonna you know we're not going to compete with those levels of investment so for us it's yeah well let's watch it closely let's understand it let's see where we test or may test different things and let's see what does and doesn't work for fans um and and it will follow the same principles and the same approach that we have for for, for our nfts
1: i suppose that the um the, the link up with the with, with nike um will certainly help in that respect because obviously they're, they're huge players in the metaverse now i mean they've they've made um big strides in that i mean you can buy digital um uh traders yeah. etc so um again well beyond well beyond me but we're getting into a different um yeah a different yeah absolutely. Um,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a definitely a mind-boggling uh concept for sure um but you're right I mean you know we're, we're fortunate that, that we can work with Nike on on such things and understand the most important thing in all of this whether it's nfts or metaverses, we want to understand what our fans want and need and are looking for. And and it's important, and where they are, and what communities are in, and what platforms are on. That's you know, ultimately, that's what we're trying to achieve from from any digital product that we that we put into the market.
1: Brilliant. Well, thanks very much for for joining us today, Drew. It's been uh, insightful. Um, I feel like I'm uh, know a little bit more about NFTs. So uh, I'm still not too sure whether I'm going to um, going to go out and buy any board apes, but um, but still <laughs> I feel more enlightened nonetheless. And um, thanks okay. very much to Drew for joining us today on the bottom. The bottom line um, and please do join us again next time uh, where we discuss anything and everything football finance surrounding Liverpool Football Club so please do join us again thanks very much
0: you've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo